We've all imagined them, or maybe even seen them on TV or in a movie. Epic conquests that test your outermost limits and change what you believe is possible. Maybe it's crossing an Ironman finish line or finishing 100 miles through the Rocky Mountains. But with work and family and bills, those often seem out of reach for the average guy. Or maybe they're just reserved for the lucky ones who train for a living or have less on their plates. Well, we're just not willing to accept that. Yes, we have jobs and wives and kids, and we certainly aren't pro athletes. We're just average dudes, rejecting an average life. This is the 3OK Runners Podcast. Welcome back to the 3OK Runners Podcast. This is episode number 37, and we are kicking off season number two with winter training. This is Jeff with Chief and Brother Jared, and I'm anxious to hear you guys' approaches as the weather outside is what, like 10 or 11 degrees right now? We got to come up with a great way to keep our training going, and let's kick it off. Well, you guys like the winter, so this should be an easy podcast for you guys to record, <laughs> right? I will say, Blake, thank you. He reached out to me and said, hey, I'm, I'm in your corner on the whole winter training thing. It's Another terrible. summer boy, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Another summer boy. and uh, But this is the hard part of the year, right? This is coming off, you come off the holidays, you're coming off of your New Year's resolution, you've made these goals, what's the future going to hold? But this is where you win. These are the times where getting out of bed when it's still dark and it's cold and it's negative 10 degree wind chill outside. Um, this is where you decide, I think, the success of the next year is when you're making these changes, getting up at four in the morning to say, hey, this is something I'm going to adopt this year. They say, what, it takes 21 days to create a habit and I'm going to create a new habit, but it's hard. It's not easy, but change is always hard too, so... I think this is a good time to to motivate yourself and, and say, hey, I'm going to embrace the suck a little bit and make a change for the year. And uh, what what are like what do you guys do? Like, what's something that makes your winter training maybe a little less sucky or helps you kind of adopt what you're wanting to do for the year? Yeah, I'll I'll lead off, Jared. I so for me, the winter time is a time to decide what's actually important for me to prepare for and what's not. And that kind of guides how intense I approach training. If I have something on the board that I've done before, that's not as exciting then my training seems to be, uh, you know, if the weather's nice or the sun's out or, you know, a little less intense, and then if I have something on the books like Leadville a second time, that's much easier to get out of bed for. So for me, I think it's about kind of the level of intensity of the approaching event is good motivation for me to get up because I am thinking about the difficulty of the task versus how cold it is or how dark it is. Or my body doesn't feel good. And so for me, I like to set a bar super high on an event that requires everything I've got. So there's no debate day to day of do I get this done today or not? It's like I have to get this done today. So it it becomes a have to rather than a need or want to. So your motivation comes from having something on the books. 
yeah. something to train for. 100%. Like I'm, I'm a goal oriented guy day to day. So if I stick something out there, that's August 20th, 2022. And I know I failed at it before then I am supremely motivated. Do you find yourself more motivated this year because of that failure from last year or are you equally motivated, but your goals and your, your decision-making has changed? Oh, there's a couple questions in there. So yes, I find myself motivated for this year very differently, much more aggressively and much more excited. So yeah, yes, kind of motivated, but not the same. (laughs) Definitely not the same. No, it's the level of excitement that I get up with now is quite annoying to my wife uh, because I'm, I'm excited to get back there. I'm, I'm excited. How cool is that? Like some, some one day that one 24 hour period has changed your life to a different trajectory. Oh gosh. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? Yeah. You know, it's hard to believe. I hear people say it a lot, you know, it's like, oh man, that one experience changed me. And I'm just like, I don't believe that. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I've done a lot of things. Philosophical Jeff. I've done a lot of things. Nothing changed me that much. You know, my general personality is like I train for stuff. And, but that that one experience for sure uh, changed my approach. I mean, you can make an argument. It took two years. It was that was two years in a day. Two years of training and us and preparation in a day. Yes. Uh, You know, what we went through with the quarantine happening and the races getting pushed, that that messed with my time frame and memory time frame a lot. I squashed those two years into one memory on a bunch of things. And so it it feels almost refreshing to reset and be able to go, okay, you know, let's let's get after this again, because that first time I'm just going to flush that one. I kind of, I'm kind of thankful that we had that during this crazy time that we've been going through and we had something to train for the whole time. Like we all, we had this big monument and probably did us a lot of good to get out and just run together. And when there was just not a lot of getting out and doing things going on, right? That's true. Definitely got, got me into the trail aspect, the kind of nature aspect versus just pounding the pavement. Yeah. And then Jared, what, what, uh, what, what's your philosophy and approach to winter training? Yeah. I mean, I, I think every year really, um, mentally I, I reset and restart in January. And so, um, it's not a, it's not a hard thing for me to get going, um, because I've been looking forward to January, you know, kind of for the last month or so of the previous year. Right. I mean, that's, that's where I kind of, um, stop, um, I guess holding myself as accountable as normal, um, sort of during the holiday period of the previous year. And, and honestly, like by the time I get through Christmas and that week after new year's, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit for January to get here so that I can kind of get back in the groove, um, in, in whatever, whatever I'm doing, um, whether I've got something to train for or not, I just, um, I feel like I thrive on kind of a reset, 
Um, and so to me, I've been, I've been looking forward to January getting going. Um, I think it's a good time to, to like incorporate some other people too. I mean, a lot of people tend to say, okay, new year, here's what I want to do this year. And so it seems like it's easier to get people to run with you. It's easier to get people to work out with you um, when the new year comes. And so I think it's like, take advantage of that. Um, you know, if, if you've been, if, if there are running groups that do like Wednesday runs, I guarantee you there's more people at those runs right now than there were, than there was in December. Um, and so I think it's a, I think it's a good time to broaden your kind of sphere of training influences and partners and things like that. And, um, and, you know, like, like I've said before, the, the, the darkness doesn't like, doesn't bother me. It, it feels right. It's cold and dark and, and that's part of the, the grind of building, building that base. Right. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's that old saying of, you know, what you, what you do in the dark shows in white. And, uh, it's like, to me, the, the event season, like, you know, kind of spring to fall is the light and the winter season is the, is the base. I mean, that's where you decide, um, whether or not you're going to be successful. Um, you know, when, when the summer comes. Yeah. I think of, uh, I was explaining this to my kids the other day, but I think of that person that's in the gym dribbling a basketball by themselves and that's like that's where you win. That's how you win basketball games. It's not at that. <clears throat> it's not at the game. You don't make this miraculous shot because you just got lucky. It's the grind in the gym, day in, day out, dribbling the basketball, practicing your drills, making the ten thousand shots a day. Yeah, that's how you win basketball games. That's how you win goals. Like I like what you were saying. Like the new year is a reset. It's a chance to wash away everything that maybe didn't meet your expectations from the last year and come out and say, Hey, this is, this is the start. This is where I'm going to go dribble a basketball every single day. I'm going to get up. I'm going to make my runs. I'm going to get up a four and make my goal. So that four, so therefore when the day comes, I've already won, I've already won. Now yeah. I just have to execute at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's about <clears throat> building a solid base um, in, in kind of whatever that means, right. For, for endurance events, building a solid base means means a base endurance that you can then kind of use to launch yourself into um, a, a more intense training period. Um, and so I think there's also a, a mental element about it. Um, it does kind of require a little more commitment and a little more toughness. It like it certainly is harder now to get up and do something, um, or to get outside and do something than it is when it's sunny and nice. And you think, you know, I'll also get a tan if I go run now. So, you know, <laughs> win, win, <laughs> double whammy, <laughs> double whammy. I, I think these are the days that are the most important. I, I, I have always lived by the philosophy of if you train now when it's cold and it, and it sucks and it, it's not as much fun when those summer and spring days come along, you're going to enjoy those days so much better because you remember what it was like when it was cold and negative 10 
wind chill and you grinded, right? And you created the base and you've kind of hardened yourself. And now you're like, look at, now I can look at what I've done then. And today is just a little bit easier. Like I can run a mile longer because today's it's 70 and it's no humidity and it's beautiful outside and the birds are chirping and I'm getting a tan. And, um, because I put the work in, in January and February and March when it wasn't fun and nobody was running and everybody was in their house. And, but I can do six miles a day where people can only do two miles a day because they just started and it's spring. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I mean, there's, you can't do hard things without a period of struggle leading up to them. Right. I mean, it's just, that applies to everything. Um, anything that you're ever going to do that's hard, I think requires some struggle before you get there and accomplish it. Um, and so, you know, I think to me, um, the, you know, what does January suck? I guess. Yeah. In a way, but it's also nice because I know that you have to struggle. You have to build a base. It has to be tough and hard before it's ever going to be easy. Um, and so in, in a way, I mean, I, I guess that's sort of embracing the suck, but in my mind, I don't even go to this sucks. I go to good. This is necessary, right? This is the necessary part. Um, and so I almost enjoy it. I, you know, I don't know. It's a great way to put it. It's, it's necessary. You pay in your dues at, at the point, right? I, I look at it that way of like, it is necessary to struggle a little bit. It's necessary to, to make it, it has to be hard. It has to be hard before it's easy or, it, or it's not worth, it's not worth doing. Yeah, that, that's right. It's not worth doing. Why, why would you <clears throat> do something that's not hard? You're not going to feel the same way after it. If it wasn't hard. I mean, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's a, I remember in a in an early podcast I talked about, you know, the the feeling of kind of sitting down on the couch with my family and going like, man, I feel I feel good. You have this kind of rush of accomplishment and and conquering that you get. Well, that that never happens after anything that was easy. I couldn't be more happy listening to you guys. I feel like a philosophical dad listening to his sons. <laughs> like in in my uh, like short definitions, like your your life is in the journey, right? If you just stacked up event days, it'd be very few in your life. And so the journey of the approach, the training that's you know, you you're not you're not who you are on that one race day. You decide who you are every day. And so you decide today, this is who I am. I'm going to train. Yes, I have something that's coming up, but today I'm still going to get better. And tomorrow I'm going to get better than today. And the, the approach that I want to kind of hold on to is, you know, my, my life is not wrapped up in one day running an event. My life is the journey of discipline that I try to accomplish every day. It's in the, what did I learn today that I can take tomorrow? And 
that's that's how I want to view it. I, I don't want to be wrapped up in one event day. I want to be wrapped up in the day-to-day. The micro changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I always think, you know, we're all working towards trying to be a better version of ourselves. But what I really want is I, I want to be a better version day to day. So I'm not looking, oh, I'm going to I'm going to arrive one day. I'm going to be in a constant pursuit of getting better every day. And that's that's kind of what I think winter training is about. It's like, how can I make my decision easier to do something hard? I can set my shoes out. I can make sure my beanie covers my bald head. I can, you know, you know, anything but check the weather because that's not going to make a difficult thing an easier decision. No. Now, see, so you're already leading into what winter tips. And so, <laughs> yeah. and what, what, what are some of you guys' tips to make your winter training, um, not, not any easier, but more, more manageable or easier to accomplish or ensuring that you're staying on your goals and how, like, how are you getting, like, what are you doing, Jared? You're four in the morning, right? You're, we've started this four in the morning thing with you. Like, what are you doing? Like you were just talking about earlier, like, what are you doing to ensure your success of that goal? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. You know, I'm, I'm a, few days in um and what i was telling you guys before we were recording the first day in i turned my alarm off without knowing it and went back to sleep and woke up <laughs> at my normal time and i was like well off to a good start <laughs> uh you know so now i set three alarms five minutes apart so that you know my brain will register that like no this really is happening uh, uh and, and so, so it wasn't an accident, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, uh, and so, you know, I think for, for some things, particularly if you're starting some new discipline, um, you might need to do, um, you might need to do some incremental things like, like Jeff said, of, you know, setting stuff out so that it's not a, it's not something you have to decide in the morning. Um, but like with, for example, like getting, I have, I have runs that are, are created by my running coach that are, you know, uploaded and they're on my schedule and I'm supposed to be getting them done. Um, and so it's not a, I, I never, I don't look at the weather. Um, I either do them outside or I do them on a treadmill inside, you know, and it's not a, it's not a decision point about whether or not I do them. It's only a decision point about how I get them done. Um, and so I'm flexible on that part, but I am try you know I try not to at least let the decision making part of me into that first level of do I get this workout in or not today. The only decision is how, um, and so it it doesn't feel in in that way. Honestly, I don't feel much different right now in the winter than I would any other time. Um, it, right now the assumption is I'm probably treadmilling it. I don't run outside when it's negative 10. Do, would, would I, would I do that once to be hard? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Like I think so. But as a sort of normal course, no, I'm in there on the treadmill. Um, and, and I don't, I don't think too long and hard about that because 
I want, you know, getting these things done to be just part of what I'm doing and who I am. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and pretend to you guys. It's like, you know, hell yeah, I'm waking up 4am getting out there, rain or shine, because that's what it takes. I don't know that that's what it takes. Um, I think what it takes is being committed to something to a degree that you hold yourself accountable to it. And I'm reasonably flexible in how I get it done because in my mind, what I've prioritized is this is what I have to do today. And I have to do it no matter what, however I can get that done. And of course, my coach doesn't upload a workout and say, make sure this workout is outside in cold weather. Mm -hmm. It's make sure this workout's done. I think that's an easy way to set yourself up to f for failure to say like, I'm going to get out there and run in the cold where it super sucks. I'm going to make these big monumental macro changes to my life. And it's just, that's the way it's going to be. It's, I, I, like, I think what you're saying is really important. You're teeing yourself up for failure at that point because you're not used to doing that or that's not something that's going to be highly successful. Um, like I think micro changes are way more important. You said that I thought that was really important to, to hone in on is people that want to make changes after the new year, they're going to go to the gym and hit it super hard. Now they're like super sore. Yeah. I can't work out again. No, I can't work days. out for four days. Well, now you're just reinserting the pattern again. Right. I think it's important to go to the gym for 20 minutes and just get some light work in maybe a mile on the treadmill and then come back. And so that way you're ready for tomorrow. And if that's, I'm going to run on the treadmill. You know why? It's not a decision of how, like, am I going to do it or not? It's just a decision of how am I going to get it done today. And, and I, you've, you, but those, those are all levels. Like you, you've already passed the level of, well, can I run today? It's not, can I, it's how am I just going to get it done? I'm going to make changes. I know how to, I can go to the Y or I have a treadmill at the house or my pellets on and I'm just going to jump on that and get it done. And those making those, easier path to success, I, I think is super important. And it, you mean, I recognize that it's easier today than it was 30 years ago. Like the treadmill game has, has stepped up, up to a different <laughs> level. You know, like I, I don't mind running on a treadmill. I enjoy it. I, I put a show on, I have a TV with Netflix in front of me. I, I only had like, I've been watching Vikings and I can only watch Vikings when I'm on the treadmill. Like I want to continue to watch these episodes because I'm like, what's going on in the ne next episode? So you like made that rule for yourself. That's my hard fast rule: is if you want to watch Vikings, you want to you want to watch your show, get on the treadmill. You only watch it on the treadmill, and so um, sometimes it's nice out. And I just want to watch Vikings. <laughs> I get on the treadmill, right? Yeah. You know, but it, you could you could do the same thing with like food. You want to eat, get on the treadmill first. You know, it's like yeah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I I used to honestly. When uh, I will do like a, in the summer before I have my first beer, let's say I'm at the lake before yep. I have my first beer. Yep. I've got to work out because otherwise, you know, I might get up, drink some coffee, sit around on the patio before, you know, it's like 11 a.m. And I'm thinking, huh, seems like a good time to have a beer. I'm a little thirsty. Right. <laughs> so then I, then I have a beer and the uh, workout doesn't happen that day. I mean, so it's like, listen, I really want to have a beer and I want to have a beer early, which means I need to get up and get something done. I'm in the same boat. 
Like, I'm like, man, I really want a beer. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go for a quick, you know, run real quick so I can, yeah. just so I can drink beer, right? But yeah, it's, I think it's important to have those rules though. You have to, you, you have to hold yourself accountable because yeah. nobody else is. I can sit here and be like, Hey, Jared, how was your run? Did you get it done? And you're like, no, I didn't get it done. Next question. Like, yeah, like there's like, accountability is great because you have somebody to run with, but at the end of the day, it's only you. Like you're the person that's going to ensure that you get it done or not. And you're going to know if that was worth it. You're only going to know if you really did do it. Did you put full effort into it? And so I, I don't know, like kind of what you're saying. I think rules are important. Like, you know, treadmill rule or the beer rule or I don't know what rule it is, but yeah, I think that's really important, especially for winter training. And it's easy to, it's super easy to break those rules too. Like yeah. yesterday was my anniversary. Beth and I, well, obviously Beth and I, since I'm married to her, <laughs> but I knew I had to kick that in before Jared got, oh, really? Beth? That's great. You've been married to her, huh? Uh, we had jujitsu last night and it was cold. It was like whatever, freaking 20 degrees or something. And, and I was like, hey, you know, if you just want to set the house and we could watch the movie for our anniversary or, you know, best like it's Thursday. It's, it's just a Thursday. We'll, we'll celebrate on the weekend. You need to go jujitsu. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> All right. She's like, are you trying to like not go? I'm like, no, 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 no. I, no, no, I want to go. No. Let me, let me be clear. No. Um, so that kind of helped me in the fact of like, maybe I have reinforced those rules in my life where it's become normal to my wife that like, well, no, you're just going to go. That's what you do. Right. And yeah. we'll do something later. So chief is subtle about sneaking in his tips. I think, you know, what he was trying to say was tell people around you, they can help hold you accountable yeah. to what you've made uh, clear as a priority. And so I, I tend to think, um, good tip. Yeah. It is a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the rules we're talking about making, I believe our priority decisions, those, those are very similar and yes, they're easy to break until you think about your priorities. And then once you do that, it's no different than any other priority in your life. It happens before something that has less priority. Um, holding yourself accountable, however you do it. So if you're on the Peloton and there's a group on the Peloton that can hold you accountable, it works. If there's a group of guys that you know you're going to get together with and talk about your runs, that will hold you accountable to get your runs done when they're not around. If there's an event in the future that you know is happening, like the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon, those training groups kicked off last weekend and this weekend. That's another way to hold yourself accountable. And at that point, you've eliminated some of the top concerns of the season, which is the weather, which is darkness, which is I'm coming off of, you know, my, my best eating month ever. And, and you just eliminate all of the things that potentially seem like hurdles that really aren't. It's just your, your mind's way of, checking your commitment and once you get past yes i'm committed then you can put in those other parameters to help hold you accountable now you have a system you can follow day to day that will get you to your goal and i i'm a huge believer in systems um i'm also a huge believer in take advantage of the days you feel good. Take advantage of the days the weather is good. Take advantage of the days when you have something planned like, man, I want to get together with my buddies. I'm going to take advantage of that because now that is a bigger motivating factor. I can get what I need to done early. I like what you said there where 
your goals have to be bigger than your excuses. Yeah. It's basically what you said. Like by telling people and having this big monumental thing that you're wanting to get done, whatever that is, your excuses seem a lot less important. Yeah. They just seem like an in the moment hurdle that your mind is tossing at you for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I look my my training plan. I'm, I'm, I got a 50 miler in May and my training plan kicks off in seven days. I'm, or no, actually 10, 10 days. And I'm looking forward because I am not that accountable without a training plan. I'm be honest with you. Like, I'll just get on the treadmill and do three miles. Just be like, oh, well, where's check, the, check <laughs> the next day. And, uh, and it's like, well, am I really getting anywhere? I'm not. I'm kind of just selling myself a bill of goods that's not really worth anything. And I finding that I have to have something. I have to have something in front of me or I just find myself. Or, or it's helpful to have something in front of you, right? I mean, that's, I think there's a, there's a, there's a difference between um, making it harder on yourself than it has to be and doing hard things, right? I, I think one of those has to be true and the other one doesn't. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times there's, particularly in my mind, there's this like pride in stuff being hard. And so you you create these unnecessary levels of it's it just like running outside right now right you you get sucked into this well you know you gotta you gotta go out and run outside when it's cold because that makes you tough and you need that david goggins did it right right yeah i think that it is undoubtedly true that you have to do hard things you need to do hard things um, and you need to do them more than like your one event that you're training for that year. That's, that doesn't do it. That reveals whether or not you've done hard things, right? You, you've got to do it as, as part of your daily commitment and routine, but it doesn't have to be harder than it has to be. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I, I think that, um, you know, it is, there's this tension to me between, um, making things easy and that being a good thing versus making things easy and it being a bad thing. Um, and so I, I think if you, if you sort of get a system or a process of here's what I'm going to do and this is hard, but here's the easiest way to do that. That's okay. Um, I don't think everything has to be as hard as it could be. Um, or it's the likelihood of you doing it is is so low that it's no good to begin with. I think that's probably the best tip that we could have given was what you're doing can be hard, but getting it executed doesn't need to be right. Yeah, like, take the easiest path <laughs> to, to accomplishing the hard thing. Right, because at a at a mac, if you look at a big ten thousand foot view, you're not going to be like that. One day was so hard that I'm hard. Right, you're going to say. I ran for 60 straight days. That's hard. So what, how, how easy can I make it to accomplish that one day run is what's important. Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, it's like, you know, if, if you're, if you're trying to do a run streak, right. If you're, if you're trying to say, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a 30 day run streak, let that be your hard thing. 
and and set in place some easier things to make sure that you're getting the hard thing done. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, that to me is really important because it's just like what you said. If you go to the gym the first day and you go, I'm so motivated, I'm going to crush it. And you do this full body hour and a half. You can't walk or move for the next three days. <laughs> and I promise the benefit of that was not as as good as it would have been had you hit the gym four days in a row and did a like smart reasonable workout for where you're at. And then, you know, once you build up that base, that's when, you know, later in the year, when you're, when you're ready for it and you've built these, these habits in and you've trained your body for it, you can start pushing those limits. But, and I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I, you know, I'm like first weekend out, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to go out and you go out and you bite off more than you can chew and then you have a tendency to feel sorry for yourself and feel bad and get off track um, because you were trying to make it harder than it had to be. Yeah, well, don't don't get don't get tricked into if you if you truly think about it, staying consistent is the hardest. So you get tricked into thinking, well, I'm going to do something big this day because I'm motivated because I got new goals because I'm going to be somebody different this year. And you think, okay, that, 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 that's hard. And it's not because the hardest thing to do is to stay consistent with the things you want to do. And that is head and shoulders more difficult day in and day out than just doing one thing that's hard one day. Yeah. It actually takes a lot of discipline to set yourself up to be able to do things over and over to control yourself. Yeah. I totally agree. Right. I mean, it takes a lot of discipline in, in recovering appropriate so that your next day or days don't, don't suffer. Um, and you know, that's, I I think that's a big part of, um, I think that's a big part of it. It, It's sometimes easier to just blow it out one day. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's harder to stay disciplined and I think that's where you have to have in mind the destination, mm-hmm. right? Um, because the, the, the destination is going to reveal whether you were disciplined and committed and smart about what you were doing. Yeah, I, I 100% agree because, you know, we, we, myself, I like to think that I'm, you know, strategic about my approach, but when you have a day where you feel good, where your training is building and you are starting to get some of the benefits and you've got what you think is an, an easier day and you think I'm, I'm going to kill it today. The smart approach would be to check yourself and realize you're one month into a six month process. So killing it on one day, one month in is not actually beneficial. And so trying to, you know, control the monkey brain, and let some, you know, wisdom sneak in there so that you can look at a big picture and maintain your consistency and growth. What you think feels good now will be a drop in the bucket to how great you will feel when you get further down the process. In a couple things like recovery, I think is probably one of the most thing difficult things I deal with is like taking care of myself and like trying to find 
room to stretch and get, I don't know, take care of my body so I can accomplish the goal the next day. And then, uh, what, what's, what's difficult about accomplishing goals is your next goal is going to be that much more difficult because you have to, you have to consistently grow or you become stagnant in, in the water. And, um, that's where I've really enjoyed jujitsu. And I don't want to talk about it because I'm, I'm afraid of like, I'm a creature of habit, like running. I run, I, I'm a good runner. And so I just stick to running because it's like, that's just what I do. And jujitsu is this whole different thing. And like, you've got these peaks and valleys and like, and some of it's out of your control and the days that you go in there and you're motivated, like, all right, I've, I've made so much progress. I feel, I feel better about where I've, where my training's led. And that's the days that you end up sucking in the gym. And it's like, I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. And like yesterday, like I didn't even want to go and I went and it was one of the better classes I've had. And, but your partner changes, like you, you do these live drills at the end where you're actually competing against each other and every partner's different every single time. And so you're, you're constantly up and down in your emotions and it's hard and it's difficult. And it's not something that you're going to be able to take one year out of your life and be like, all right, I'm, I'm good at it. You know, it's this, it's a decade, at least a decade long journey to get anywhere of substance in that sport. And then it's this, it's like golf or any other sport. Like there's no end to it. There's, you're never going to master it. And I think that's why I also like about running is the same thing of like, there's no really any end to it. It's just something that you'll always do. And I don't know if I'll have, if I will always do jujitsu. I'd have no idea. I probably not, honestly, but it's just something that I'm doing now to change up and be different <coughs> and something else that's hard and you, uh, hard and consistency. It's two things that I like, but it's also very hard to stay consistent. <laughs> you know I mean? So uh, that's, that struggle that I, I try to test myself and I'm constantly daily trying to prove to myself that yes, yes, you're meeting your goals. Yes. You're, you're growing and yes, you're, you're who you want to be. And I don't know if I'm moving the goalpost every day and then I'm trying to chase that goalpost or if I've even met the expectation that I think that I should be and, I have no idea. I wish I could answer that question, but maybe that's the drive that keeps getting everybody out of bed every day is trying to find who you want to be, I guess, at the end of the day. And, but, all right, what's, what is some tips? What's, before we wrap it up, what, what's a tip that you have that keeps you, um, on path during, during these tougher winter training days? What's something, I, I kind of like what you were saying, Jared, where it's like, it's not necessarily a tip, but of how, how what, if I'm getting it done, but how. Like being flexible, I, I guess, is kind of what you're saying. I like that too when it came to winter training and just knowing you're going to execute it. It's like, let's remove that obstacle. Let's just find out how we're going to do it today. The way you're asking that question, Chief, sounds as if we haven't provided any tips yet. We have. <laughs> Let me let me go. In addition to all the tips we've given, in addition to what we've covered in the last thirty plus minutes, is there any others that you have before we wrap it up? Is there anything else that you like? Oh, that was one good tip, or or do you want to re re solidify the fact of what you've said? Jeff, I'll let you go while I think about my. Okay, did I I Jeff test it? I I I always have tips. Because I micromanage my day to day so much, it just comes across. Uh, one of one of the best 
tips that I can offer is don't get hung up on what you did or did not get done. Make a plan for the next day and do everything you can to accomplish the next day. If you think too far ahead, it will hold you back in the moment. If you think of what you didn't get accomplished that day or the day before, it will prevent you from succeeding the next day. So lay your head down, go to bed, get up and get it done. Just you know, do better tomorrow. Yeah. Better every day. And I've, I've said it before is what Jared had said earlier is make the path to your goal as easy as possible. So laying out your clothes, your shoes, your socks, your water bottles, get all that prep the night before. And so all you have to do is get out of bed. All you have to do is not hit snooze. I find it easier for me to get up and and get things done. If I can, if I know I I have everything else taken care of, all I have to do is just do this one thing, just do this one thing, set up, just set up. And that's really hard for me sometimes. (laughs) It's literally just set up, especially when it's cold, get out of bed, take the covers off, get up. And, uh, the other thing would be is, is find a treadmill that you like. There's so many different versions of treadmills now. I, I have a treadmill at my house that I bought. I like go to, if you don't have a treadmill, that's fine. There's so many cheap gyms nowadays with like the $10 gyms and planet fitnesses and 10 gym and 24 hour fitness. And then find that treadmill that you like. Like there's a, you like, I, that's the one I like to train on and Use that as motivation. Like, all right, I'm going to get up and go run on my favorite treadmill today because it's cold out. Does your treadmill have a name? Did you did you name? Are you guys did he friends? Say favorite treadmill. I think he said find Develop a, a treadmill that's your friend. Jeez. Okay. That way you don't let that's it down when you I don't like show it. up. Yeah. Right. No, I don't have It'll a name. Know. <laughs> I like that. The that's name of the company that created the treadmill is the name of it. Oh, okay. All right. That's not very I like it, Chief. No, I don't have anything fancy for it. I, 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 I do think your your best tip of the day, um, assuming that we gave tips prior to actually giving <laughs> tips, was um, you know set a, set a rule for yourself. Like, if I'm going to watch Vikings, it's going to be on the treadmill. I, I, I like that. Um, I get... I get kind of onto YouTube videos or onto podcasts or something and get kind of excited about seeing the next one. And so in my mind, I'll go, I'll watch that on the treadmill. Um, and it's, it's, it's never been as explicit as when you said it. And I thought, man, I should make that sort of a, a rule for myself that if I'm going to do X activity, it has to be in conjunction with Y. Um, because I do think it's, it's helpful if there's something that you really want, then tie it to something that you really need, but don't necessarily want as much. Um, I think that's a great tip. Um, and so I'm going to steal your tip and, and give, give it as mine. But you explained it well. You can make it your tip too. Yeah. So yeah, just the tip. You <laughs> see how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a family podcast. Yeah, that I think that's a good sign that we're now descending into <laughs> non-productive territory. So we should probably take the opportunity to wrap it up here. No, I think. Look, I I think all of these things are helpful. Even just kind of hearing some of the things that you guys think about and talk about um, are 
are in some ways reinvigorating to me. And, and I think those things help. Um, I, I gather as much motivation and inspiration to stay consistent as I can possibly get because some days some things work better than others. Um, and so I think, uh, the, the more sources you can tap into, uh, to make sure that you're staying on track to meet the goals that you have, uh, the better. I agree. So, uh, Jeff Boyer, 75, uh, Savage Navy chief, Ironman lawyer, where you can find us on Instagram and I don't Twitter, right? Do you have a Twitter? I no. I have Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Well, mostly find us on Instagram and three okay runners and three okay runners at Gmail. Yeah. We appreciate the emails and, yeah, we've and, been like them and, and I think respond to all of them. So, um, keep them coming. Absolutely. And if there's any topics you want us to cover, just hit us up via email or Instagram and let us know what you, something you'd like us to talk about or something you find important or interesting. And we'll give our very, uh, what, what, what would you say, like non-professional opinion about whatever that is, our amateur thoughts about that. Yeah, process. we'll give our amateur thoughts. So, so you guys get out there, get on your favorite treadmill, and we'll see you next episode.